0: A fart spray prank leads to criminal charges for two students. A North Korean infant was jailed for life because of a Bible. And the U.S. is giving away free lighthouses. Free lighthouses! Wee! These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a man in a closet. Yeah, very proud. A fart spray prank leads to criminal charges for students. Two students have been criminally charged after bringing fart spray to their Texas high school. The fart spray prank led to school evacuations, canceled classes, and even hospitalizations. My goodness, being hospitalized for fart spray? How terrible. Some people are very sensitive to fart spray. It's a very powerful spray. Are you guys all familiar with fart spray? It's uh, very similar to uh, a fart bomb or a stink bomb. I, I recall having uh, something called <laughs> liquid ass when I was in school. Someone brings these stinky chemicals, and then they, um, they explode them or they spray them in an area, and then you, you have to leave the area. I mean, the smell is so bad. It can evacuate an entire school easily, and uh, apparently it can uh, put people in the hospital. I was unaware of that. Okay, we have two teenagers, 18 and 17, charged with, it says here, possession of a prohibited weapon, a third-degree felony, after the authorities say they intentionally or knowingly possessed what they're calling a chemical dispensing device, according to the court records. No, oh, it's a third-degree felony to bring fart spray into a school. My goodness, Texas is tougher on fart spray than they are guns. <laughs> Here, uh, students were evacuated after a, quote, a gas smell near the cafeteria was discovered at 1 p.m. Uh, they sent a message to the parents. Uh, it says there was no odor when the students returned to campus the next day, but then the smell returned again at 1130 a.m., prompting a second evacuation, early class dismissal, according to a message from the school principal. Some students had, quote, Strong negative physical reactions to the fart spray odor, including headaches and nausea, and were taken to hospitals by ambulance. Imagine being taken to hospital, to the ER, because of a strong physical reaction to a fart spray? My goodness. Now, it bled into the third day, which was a complete closure of the school to allow the authorities to continue their probe into the source of the odor, Following an investigation by police and campus administration, fire departments, etc., the schools say they believe students brought what's called Hensgacht fart spray in, in the building as part of a prank, which caused the odor and led to the evacuation and even hospitalization of students that are sensitive to such things as fart sprays, fart bombs, stink bombs, and liquid ass. Now, there's some bookings going on here. Up, uh, The two students were booked into the Montgomery County Jail. Uh, they were released on $3,000 bond the same day. There's an attorney named Wendy who represents one of the boys named Flores. Says her client was overcharged. She says, I am cle- completely offended that this young man has been charged with a third degree felony. And if the state of Texas doesn't want to come to their senses soon, then we will look forward to defending this case in a jury trial. Well, I think this attorney's defense has only one leg to stand on. You You must not deny it because everybody knows... Whoever denied it, supplied it. (laughs) Stupid. As for the school, I mean, they're probably going to ban fart spray, but then only the criminals will have fart spray if you ban the fart spray. What we need is a good guy armed with fart spray. That's what's going (laughs) to fix this situation, as you know. See, it all makes sense if you just bring some Texas mentality to it. An infant was jailed for life in North Korea after the parents were found with a Bible. Um, I had to recheck this source because I thought it might not be true, but i found multiple articles describing this, so it seems to be true. I can't believe it, but a two-year-old North Korean was sentenced to life in prison after officials found a Bible in the toddler's parents' possession. As the Totali totalitarian regime continue to execute and torture religious worshipers. I guess they don't like Christians over there. It says here as many as 70,000 Christians in fact are imprisoned in North Korea. That's according to the International Religious Freedom Report by the U.S. State Department. Now is this true or is this propaganda, anti-North Korea propaganda? And I'm not against anti-North Korean propaganda whether it's true or false. I think North Korea is a, is a place that needs a whole facelift. Now it says here the findings underscored the brutal punitive measures routinely doled out by Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un. People caught with a copy of the Bible in North Korea often face the death penalties while their families, including the children, are sentenced to life in prison. That makes uh, no sense that the children would be put into prison because their parents are caught with a Bible. But it sounds like that may be what's going on over there. Very sadly, the report highlighted... This uh, imprisonment of a family based on their religious practices and parents' possession of the Bible, the entire family, including a two-year-old infant, were sentenced to life in prison camps. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. We have a quote from UN Secretary General Antonio Guter- 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 Guterres. Go. I'm just going to call him Antonio Banderas, and I'm going to do an Antonio Banderas impression. The right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion also continues to be denied with no alternative belief systems tolerated by the North Korean authorities. The situation in North Korea has not changed since a 2014 human rights report. Authorities almost completely deny the rights to freedom of thought and religion. The government frequently violates human rights that constitute crimes against humanity that shall not be tolerated. Yeah, I think that was a pretty sexy Antonio Banderas impression. I think we need to send Antonio Banderas over to North Korea and straighten out that guy, King Jangadogun, King Jangadogun, Kim a ding ding dong I'm gonna get murdered in my closet by a North Korean spy for doing this this piece. Um, there's a 2022 report that found the North Korean government has continued to execute, torture, arrest, and physically abuse people for their religious activities, and they in particular do not. Tolerate Christianity, because if you're caught with a Bible, I mean, bye-bye, you just disappear. (laughs) That's nice. Now, it turns out that there are a very small number of officially registered religious institutions in North Korea, including churches. doesn't say what sort of churches or what denominations says they do operate under strict state control, and they function largely as showpieces for foreign tourists. I mean, how many tourists are you getting in North Korea? I mean, I thought this place was off-limits for tourism. I don't know why you would want to go there. Hey, honey, what do you want to go for vacation? How about North Korea? I mean, they couldn't possibly put us in jail for life for having a Harry Potter book, am I right? According to a recent report, Christians are regarded as on the lowest rung of North Korean society and are constantly vulnerable and in danger, according to a report. How sad for the Christians in North Korea. You got to have your secret Christian meetings. So sad. I mean, of all the things you want to say about my country, at least you're allowed to practice whatever religion you'd like, even some weird ones, it's okay. They don't put you away forever and... Certainly don't uh, execute your family because you're carrying around a book. So just use this uh, as a talking point and a reminder that we're all, uh, most of us that are listening to this podcast are in uh, places where we have you know, more freedom than we know. Still- The U.S. is giving away free lighthouses. Step right up and get your free lighthouse, guys. Come on, step right up. Who wants a lighthouse? Lighthouse for you. Lighthouse for you. A lighthouse for you. I don't know why you'd want a lighthouse. Sounds like a lot of work. It says... Ten lighthouses that for generations have stood like sentinels along America's shorelines protecting mariners from peril and guiding them to safety are being given away at no cost or sold very cheaply at auction by the federal government. The aim of this program is to preserve the properties, most of which are more than a century old. Now, in case you are unaware, the development of modern technologies, including GPS, means that lighthouses, unfortunately, are no longer really essential for navigation. And while the Coast Guard often maintains aids to navigation at or near lighthouses, the actual structures themselves are often no longer critical. Yet the public remains fascinated by these evocative beacons, which are often popular tourist attractions, beloved local landmarks, and the subject of countless photographers and artists. Now, Apparently, the government has been transferring ownership of these lighthouses since Congress passed the National Historic Lighthouse Preservation Act. About 150 lighthouses have been transferred, 80 or so given away, and another 70 auctioned, raising more than $10 million. This year, six lighthouses are being offered at no cost to federal, state, or local government agencies, nonprofits, educational organizations, or other entities that are willing to maintain and preserve them and make them publicly available for education, recreational, or cultural purposes. So you can have a lighthouse, but you got to maintain it and allow influencers come there to take photos. That seems to be the deal here. What's the cost for upkeep on a lighthouse? Probably not cheap. I'd imagine just the light bulb itself is probably ten or $20,000. <laughs> those are pretty big light bulbs. Not, not going to be cheap to replace those light bulbs. Okay, some of the lighthu- lighthouses that are available include the 30-foot-tall Plymouth Gurnet Light in Massachusetts. This octagonal wooden structure dates back to 1842. Uh, we also have the War- Warwick Neck Light. In Warwick, Rhode Island, it's a 51-foot-tall lighthouse that dates back to 1827 and was an important navigation tool for mariners making their way to Providence, Rhode Island. It has a very lovely, prominent location up on a cliff overlooking Narragansett Bay. Ooh, how would you guys like to own a lighthouse that overlooks Narragansett Bay. The other lighthouses being offered at no cost are Point Lighthouse in Old Saybrook, Connecticut, Nobska Lighthouse in Falmouth, Massachusetts, Little Mark Island and Monument in Harpswell, Maine, and Erie Harbor North Pier Lighthouse in Pennsylvania. So they're all in the northeast of the United States. Now, it turns out uh, they're a little bit flexible with these lighthouses. Uh, Some of the past lighthouses uh, that have been sold have ended up being converted into private residences. so I suppose if you uh, adhere to some of the uh, the rules of upkeeping historical monuments, you can even live in it possibly which is good news for you know you know all you gen Zs out there you thought you could never own a home Well check it out. I mean the government is just giving away lighthouses so stop your complaining, okay? Well, hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. I want to thank you for joining me for another episode. If you are new to the show, we do Weird News five days a week. Please consider subscribing if you haven't already. Uh, I want to uh, wish you guys all, or I should say, I hope you all had a lovely holiday weekend. If you are in the States and celebrate Memorial Day weekend, which I did, I had a great time. I visited a place called Palm Springs and while I was out there, I went to a cactus farm, a date farm, and I even visited Frank Sinatra's grave. Isn't that cool? Yeah, Frank Sinatra's buried out there in a very—it's a very small little slab. It's very, I thought it would be a, a majestic stone celebrating Frank, you know, because he's such a big personality. But no, it's a very tiny little thing. Uh, I posted photos of these things in video on my Instagram, at Funny Jones. Um, I want to give thanks to some people who bought me coffees over the holiday weekend, starting with Denise. Uh, she bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can buy Jonesy a coffee or join the Patreon. Those are ways that you can support the show. Denise wrote me a nice message, which you uh, they have you do that when you buy me coffee. She wrote... I think teachers may need to set up a system like this so we can support our own coffee habits. Love your show and bringing these wild stories in to share at lunch. Good luck with your life, man. Sounds like Denise might be a teacher, so kudos to Denise. Doing good deeds in the world. I love teachers. We need more great teachers like Denise. Thank you, Denise. Um, I'm wondering if she plays Weird AF News for her class. I'm not sure if it's, uh, you know... uh, Infant appropriate. Not sure what age or class is. Also, uh, shout out to Adam Mobley who bought me a coffee. It was a late birthday present, but Adam's on board. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always, I'm always grateful for a late birthday presents, especially coffees. Anytime you want to send me coffee, it's all good. Adam wrote, "Happy birthday, Jonesy!" And like it's always said, it's never too late to wish someone the day. They pushed their unwillingly hot and hot and juicy placenta covered. <laughs> I can't say all this stuff. Maggot like body out into this darkness with a grin struggle called Earth. there is some quote here? I don't know where this is from. Did you make this up, Adam Mobley? This is wild. Um, it's never too late to wish someone the day they pushed their unwillingly hot and juicy placenta covered maggot like body out into the darkness with a grin struggle called earth. I think I said it appropriately appropriately there. That's poetry, man, I don't know, I don't know if you wrote that yourself, but pretty good. Uh, so grateful for um, the coffees purchased over the weekend from Adam and Denise. Big shout out to them. Also got a nice review on Amazon from Anthony CD Holland. Uh, Anthony gave me five stars and wrote, Not your conventional news podcast, which mixes up weird and fun news all in one podcast. I recently stumbled upon the Weird AF News podcast, and let me tell you, it's like a breath of fresh air in the world of podcasts. If you're tired of the same old news and looking for something truly out of the ordinary, this show is an absolute gem. Hosted by a charismatic and hilarious host, Jonesy, the podcast takes a refreshingly unconventional approach to news reporting. Instead of focusing on the typical mainstream headlines, Weird AF News dives headfirst into the Bizarre, unusual, and downright hilarious stories that often go unnoticed. From wacky inventions to peculiar occurrences from around the world, this show keeps you on your toes with its quirky content. What truly sets this podcast apart is the host's ability to infuse humor into every episode. The witty commentary and offbeat sense of humor creates an entertaining atmosphere that leaves you chuckling throughout. Uh, They have... they have an incredible knack for finding the humor in even the strangest news stories, making it an absolute joy to listen to. I appreciate the weird AF that weird AF news doesn't take itself too seriously. This podcast provides a much-needed escape from the mundane and invites you into the world where the absurd reigns supreme. And Jones, Jonesy usually puts a fun spin on it with his bad attempts at accents. Good luck with your life, man. Isn't that a tremendous review from Anthony Anthony C. D. Holland, who was a, a very articulate and a very good writer. Uh, Anthony is uh, seems to be an expert review writer. I would hate to be on Anthony's bad side because you can imagine if he with the with these skills, if he was going to write a bad review, ooh, it would be biting. It would be ooh, it would be something, right? Very colorful, colorful review. So I appreciate that's one of the best reviews I've ever gotten, and one of the longest reviews I've ever gotten. So well thought out, and I'm just so appreciative of Anthony C. D. Holland. So I'm going to give Anthony a round of applause. <coughs> Tremendous review, Anthony. You are a review expert. If you guys want to leave me a review, I don't know if you can top Anthony's. <laughs> uh, you, can do, you can leave me a review on Amazon and Apple Podcasts, and you can even write little reviews on individual Spotify episodes if you'd like to do that, if you're listening on Spotify as well. So I always appreciate a good review, especially a, an upper-level Hall of Fame review like this. Uh, thank you so much. I, I'm so overwhelmed. So often I'm overwhelmed with uh, the support that I get from my listeners between the donations and the reviews and whatnot and, and the emails that I get and just the love that I feel. I'm just so grateful for my listeners. You guys really, um, you know, you remind me of why I do this, which is for you guys, you know, the people out there that, that enjoy this. Not every, It's not for everybody, um, but those of you who love it, um, truly love it and oftentimes express your, your support and your love for the podcast to me. And, and it just makes me feel so great, man. So thank you so much. Um, I've I've uh, run it run this outro a little long. I apologize, so I'll cut it off, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Wednesday episode. Okay, peace.